What's green and smells like cork? Kermit the Frog's finger. <laughs> oh my God. What up, P silly listeners? Welcome to the podcast that takes the silliness seriously, the professionally silly podcast. I'm your audible boob thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and this is the podcast where we shoot the shit where comedy can meet any topic that we discuss. So shout out to all of my listeners, new and loyal. Y'all, my voice is kind of almost back. I just realized that it was already naturally deep <laughs> with a side of, ow, <laughs> you know. That's pretty much what my voice does. It's just every other week I hit puberty. It's really weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this in reference to last week where my voice was just very, very white-ish. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, <laughs> so guys, I got through another work week. It's been a crazy week. This freezing rain and high winds got to me. And I, first of all, I work a lot outside. If many of you don't know, my day job is I'm a delivery driver. And obviously that's not my dream, but it is what is uh, paying the bills currently. So I was going through it, okay? The other day I stepped in the deepest puddle ever created. It was a fucking body of water. You know what I'm saying? Like it's on, it, it was so deep. It had to have been on a map somewhere. It was crazy. That shit was ankle deep, okay? Not only were my feet wet and cold, I damn near drowned. Okay, that puddle was deep. <laughs> the fuck? Like, what? And to go further with this, I almost died several times this week because Atlanta drivers ain't shit. They ain't shit. Okay, especially if they drive a Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger. Something about that car turns people into complete assholes on the road. And if, if you own one, then yes, I am talking to you. <laughs> I said what I said, and there's no going back. Leave me alone. I'm out here speaking my truth. Speaking of which, I did hear that uh, that they are no longer going to sell those. They're just continuing it or something. I don't know. I didn't look into it, honestly. I'm not here to give you facts or entertain you. That's not what my podcast is for. <laughs> I don't know. Google it. Google it, okay? Shit. I lost interest when it said discontinue and not recall or repossess because I want all those vehicles off the road and destroyed, damn it, okay? <laughs> they create little road demons and I ain't trying to die. You know what I mean? Not me terrified every time I see a Charger or Challenger. I cannot be alone in this, damn it. There's something about those particular cars on the road. People who drive them just, I gotta go fast. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck about my life, your life, my car, your car. I'm gonna cut you off. I'm gonna speed. I'm it's like, what? Yo, I swear every Dodge Challenger or, or a charger driver. I feel like they do like a hit of cocaine before they get on the road. That's how they be driving. <laughs> like, yo, put the powder down, okay? <laughs> you know, today, today I've got drama on a movie set, so dramatic in fact, that the police showed up. Plus, is there any place lube and dildos shouldn't be? These are things we're gonna discuss today, but let's also discuss a celebrity whose feelings were hurt when they were heckled and more in this episode. So it's, it's going to be fun, y'all. Don't forget, pictures can be found on the podcast Instagram at It's Pro Silly and or inside the Professionally Silly podcast group on Facebook. Before we get into the silly, as always, do me a favor and leave a five-star and written review on whichever podcast platform that you're using to listen. Hook up your audible boo thing with an opportunity to earn more listeners. If you haven't already 
Subscribe to this podcast and download episodes so you can get pro silly with me without needing data or Wi-Fi. So I can just pretty much rub with you all day. You and me, baby. You know what I'm saying? We out here in these streets getting shit done. You know what I mean? (laughs) Let's get on with it. Listen, I have a legit question for my grown folk out there. When was the moment you realized you were old or getting old? I guess I should say, when's the moment you realized you were getting old? What happened that made you go, damn, this is it, y'all. I'm, I'm, out, I'm, I'm out here aging. Like, I'm, I'm aging right now before your eyes. Like, what were you doing? I'm, I'm curious as hell about that. Call me and uh, leave a message or text me your age at the time, what you were doing, and what happened when you did it. 805-664-1828. And if anyone actually calls, I'll share those moments on the next episode. Um, okay, now for me, for me, I think I was uh, in my late 20s. It was definitely before my 30s. And when I went out to a club when I was living in Los Angeles, and actually I was bartending at the time. It was a, it was a club. It was called Catch One. And uh, that was, I think it was like near like 12th Street. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was so long ago. I haven't been there in a long time. I was working and it it was popping in there, okay? And I came from behind the bar and I was dancing with this woman who was flirting with me, right? She bought drinks with her friends and gave me a nice tip. Like, y'all, it was like a $30 tip. Usually I get between one and one and five dollars on like the average tip. So 30, yeah, yeah. I made sure I earned it, okay? <laughs> Bartender servers, you guys know what it feels like to get a tip that's way larger than you expected. You tend to remember those people, you know what I mean? So anyways, we danced uh, for a few songs towards the end of the night. I mean, I danced hard. I was twerking and being silly and moonwalking and shit. And then the bar, you know, the bar itself was closed because we legally could not serve alcohol after 2 a.m. And it, you know, it's like a city or statewide ordinance or law or whatever the fuck. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a rule. We never complain in L.A. because, you know, weed is legal recreationally, so we were good. Like, it's, oh, I can't buy a beer? Well, I guess I'll just light this blunt. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But when I tell you that I woke up the next morning, my legs were sore as hell. Like, I felt like I ran a marathon the night before. Okay, it was crazy. Like, like I did a whole tennis match with, with, one, with one of the Williams. No, no, no. It was a double, it was a doubles match, but I had no partner. And the Williams sisters kicked my ass. That, that's how my legs felt. <laughs> okay. That, that moment right there, I knew it was all downhill from there. All downhill. <laughs> oh my God. So I, I really need to work out more because this is, it's, it's, it's really starting to get sad. Like it's, it's gotten to the point to where huh, I'm winded going up the stairs when I get home from work. I'm just like, oh my God. <sighs> you know, <laughs> the moment I get out of my car, I got to stretch. Like I can't. <laughs> It's crazy. Fam, at this point, I don't even squat in public restrooms anymore. Like, if it doesn't have a toilet seat cover, then I'm going to DIY one out of toilet paper and have a fucking seat because, (laughs) shit, bitch, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. You're damn right. 805-664-1828. Leave me a message or text me about the moment you knew you were getting old. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and shit. Okay, I, I forgot about this. Some little shit 12-year-old called me ma'am the other day. 
and it took me everything in me not to drop kick his ass. <laughs> Who the fuck you think you're talking to? What the what? <laughs> I get it. He's 12 or 13 or whatever, and he was just being polite. His parents raised him well, but damn it, I, <laughs> I don't want to be a ma'am. The first time I was called ma'am, I was in my in my mid twenties, and the thing is, I still look like I'm in my mid twenties. I don't think mid twenties is old, but younger people they're gonna call you ma'am or sir or whatever, and it's gonna make you want to fucking slit their throats. It's fine. It's part of life, and they're gonna go through the same thing when they get up there. You know what I'm saying? Eight zero five six six four one eight two eight. When was that time in your life? And also, what were you doing at the time when you realized that your ass is getting old? <laughs> Come over here and, 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 and slowly decompose with me, because that's technically what we're all doing. Oh, man. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. This is just something that I came across randomly and um, this, <laughs> but I got to share it. Look, I know Halloween is over. Okay. And I had no intention on, <laughs> on doing any more Halloween stuff, but I have got to tell you guys about a costume that I just found out about. I have no idea how I missed this. So apparently a kid went dressed as an Oscar with a red handprint across his face. He, t- he turned the Will Smith and Chris Rock slap into a costume. This kid is a fucking genius. He, he's a fucking prodigy. You understand? If he does not grow up to be a stand-up comedian, I'm going to be furious. He better not waste his time trying to become a doctor and saving lives. Boo! You can't possibly be fulfilled with being a doctor. <laughs> Clearly, I'm joking. Calm the fuck down. I'll make sure that I share this uh, <laughs> this costume on the professionally silly Instagram page at it's pro silly. You got to see that. It's just wow. That kid. <laughs> I had to give him his. I had to give him his flowers. That that that's a great costume. <laughs> that's funny as shit. Okay, so in in dealing with the kid that was dressed as the Oscars lap, I got to tell you, this was not something that he came up with himself. <laughs> I just. I heard about it as I was recording. I was like, oh, I got to share this story. This is crazy. And then I decided, let me just go ahead and look into this. So apparently the show The View uh, were the ones who dressed this kid up as the Oscar slap with the uh, with the bloody handprint across his face. What they did on The View was they dressed up kids as Hot Topics from 2022. And that did include, you know, Will Smith's Oscar slap. And a lot of viewers are criticizing uh, the joke because they thought it was in bad taste and it was validating violence. The fuck? I'm re- I'm so fucking tired of this fucking soft ass world we live in. We used to be able to laugh at shit in the 90s. Now it's like, it, people are just too fucking sensitive. You can't do anything anymore. It's annoying. It's a costume. Calm down. I mean, clearly they do not endorse violence, but it was something that millions of people saw. It was a hot topic and they poked fun at it. It doesn't mean they're like, well, we totally stand by everyone slapping the shit out of people anytime you want. That's not what was said. And I just I just feel like people need to just calm down and maybe not get over it. But God damn it, man. Get a sense of humor. <laughs> not everything is everything. You know what I'm trying to say? Anywho, the view. <laughs> Next up, what celebrity was hurt after someone heckled them? It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. 
bullies suck. I hate them. I hate bullies. And I, I don't think when you grow up, it stops. You know, uh, I got to tell you, and I'm, I'm talking to the teenagers uh, who may be listening and who shouldn't be listening because I am not a, I'm not kid friendly y'all. Okay. But, <laughs> but yeah, bullying doesn't stop when you grow up. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait till I grow up because I won't have to deal with blah, 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 blah. And I can do whatever I want and blah, blah, blah. And now I give anything to go back to being a teenager <laughs> so I can do this shit again. But the only thing that changes now is that bullies have jobs and they are now procreating more bullies for the next generation. That's it. That's that's the only difference. And even if you're a celebrity, shit, especially if you're a celebrity these days, they put up with a lot of bullying and judgment from people all over the world that they don't know who don't really know them. And now that social media is a thing, they get it at all angles. And they can actually see the horrible things that people say to or about them with their own eyes, you know? And I got to say, well, because of social media, a lot of people feel tough. They feel strong because they're behind a screen. You know what I'm saying? And it has made people do stupid shit in the real world. They don't realize that you're no longer behind a screen and I can bust your lip open right here. You know what I'm saying? And when I say celebrities, it can be anybody. I mean, I'm sure there are people that talk shit about Dolly Parton. I don't understand how. That old white lady is the sweetest person to grace the earth. Like, she's so sweet. Like, you know what I'm saying? But even nice guys like Post Malone, they aren't safe from it either. Now, this is a guy who promotes positivity and does whatever he can to make someone's day or make sure that they are heard or included. Let me tell you, this man officiated a lesbian wedding at one of his concerts on stage. I don't know if he actually can marry anyone, but that couple will have that memory for the rest of their lives. I'd certainly hope that they decide to get someone who can actually marry them, you know, just in case. <laughs> just have someone who can actually do the job legally and marry them, you know. Now, Post Malone, he even did a gender reveal for a couple of his fans during a concert. Pretty much a couple was having a baby. They handed Post a poster board to sign, but on the poster board, I think it was a poster board anyways, but on it was an envelope that was taped to it or a folded piece of paper to, and on it, I think it said reveal on, on the, uh, on the envelope or whatever. And they asked him to reveal the gender of their soon to be born baby. And he did it. Okay, so that was that was the audio of a video clip of Post Malone doing a gender reveal. And so you got to it, it's so adorable. I love this video. So he he takes the envelope and he looks at it and goes, you sure you guys don't know? You didn't look at it, you know, and he he turns the envelope to the side 
so no one could see what the what the gender was. So he was literally the first one. Post Malone was the first one to see the gender of this couple's baby. You hear the man open it, open it, and then <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard this, but somebody was like, "Show me your boobs" in the background. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> and that shit was funny. Anyways, he looks at it and then he turns towards the audience, and he's got like this this open mouth excited smile on his face if that makes any sense and he's he's like dude you're gonna be a girl dad because you know that brought a lot of joy to post because you know post malone is a girl dad and uh he's or you know a father of a of a, of a girl <laughs> that sounded weird but he was super excited about it and bubba's like i'm so excited bubba or whatever he said so i think that was really cool man i think that's like so dope he genuinely looked excited and he's just a nice person I honestly wish we were best friends. Like Post, Posty, he seems like the kind of dude who will be there for you. He'll help you out. He'll talk to you. He'll be real. I don't know. I don't know the man from Adam, but that's that's what he's given off, which is a lot more than you know a lot of celebrities get off. You know what I'm saying? So one of Post Malone's fans asked him to help them uh, come out during one of his concerts, and he did in the middle of his concert. That's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? So that's what I meant when I said. Uh, that he makes you feel heard, included, makes you feel seen. He inspires a lot of people more so than you would know. And, and I'm not even done. Posty, he, I'm telling you, he does really uh, nice things for his fans all the time. He even met up with one of his fans that has autism, and uh, he wish he went to wish him a happy 21st birthday. Let me go ahead and share that audio clip with you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. So Thank you. Yeah, what kind of beer you get? That's a tough choice. Not for me. Thank you for listening. That's so sweet. I might cry. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Have fun. Not too much. Okay, so that was awesome. Pretty much, uh, I don't know if you can hear the audio that that well. But it's on YouTube if you want to see the clip yourself. I think it was somebody's Instagram reel or TikTok video. And so what happened is that Post Malone, I guess he happened to be at the same place that, the, that this young man was celebrating his 21st birthday. And his mom was like, "He's he has autism and he knows all your songs. And this was, I want to cry, my God. This was Post Malone's reaction. He goes, thank you so much. That's so sweet. He's just a dope human being. He thanked this young man, shook his hand, asked him what, what, what kind of beer he had for his first beer. And, you know, he was just a really nice, he didn't have to stop. And a lot of celebrities, they don't stop and talk to you. They don't. They don't stop and talk to you. They're too busy or they're not in the mood or whatever the reason is. Post Malone tends to try his best to stop and communicate with his fans every chance he gets. And that's awesome. So, now that you hear all the wonderful things that he's done, and that's not even half, <laughs> of the, that's not even a third of the wonderful things that Post Malone has done for his fans. So he was signing autographs and taking pictures with fans not long ago. And I think it was the first week of November. He was there surrounded by fans, just hanging out with them. And, and this asshole kid is recording him screaming, you know, Post Malone sucks. You know, the kid was calling Post Malone a bitch, you know, and he did this for quite some time. Even turns the camera to face him to show, I guess, his viewers that he that he's the one saying all these things from Post Malone. It's just it, 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 it was just ridiculous. So Post Malone hears this 
while he's signing someone's autograph, he stops what he's doing and he and he looks directly at this bitch ass kid and who's I don't know how old this kid is, man. Uh, he could have been between the ages of like, I don't know, 14 and 17. I don't know. You know, this white kid with blonde hair, just just privileged asshole. He looks like, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, Post looks uh, directly at this kid and legitimately looks hurt. Like the the face he made was like, wow, that what the what what you know what I mean? And you know, Post Post Malone, he's a he's a sensitive guy. Like this kid went out of his way to let Post Malone know that he hated him for I don't know what reason. Post never met this kid, so Post looks at him and says, "That's rude." That's literally what he said. That's rude, and that's what I mean. He was genuinely upset that this person was like you suck, you're a bitch. And he was like, well, that's rude. And it was. So let me go ahead and, and let and let you hear this audio clip. And also, fuck this kid, piece of shit. Sorry. <laughs> All right, now I got this from um, Pop Crave, at Pop Crave on Twitter. So let me just hit play here. What is Riz? Oh, no, you a bitch. You suck. That's rude. Thank you so much. You a bitch. You a bitch. Postmo sucks. I don't understand what the fuck or why, you know, poor Posty, man. Like he's such a nice guy. Don't let all the tattoos fool you. He's just a nice guy. And for some reason, people assume that if you're covered in tattoos, you must be a tough guy. And you, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that a lot of people aren't, but you don't have to have tattoos to be a tough guy. You know, it's just a weird stereotype that people with tattoos have. But Posty genuinely looked hurt. But the good news is, in my opinion, that this kid posted this video online on his social media, and now the internet is dragging his privileged ass, okay? And he really thought that he was doing something. People love Post. They will defend him, even against a teenager. Kid looked like he might have been 15, 16, like I said, I don't really know what he is, but he was definitely walking around saying it with his chest like he was a grown-ass man. You know, look, Okay, that could bring me on something else. These teens today have no respect at all for nothing, for anyone. They don't give a shit. They will do anything to go viral, including filming themselves, bullying someone, and then posing it. Kids, these this generation, <laughs> and all the other phrases that have me sounding like my parents. <laughs> See, y'all, I am aging right before your ears. <laughs> just, just slowly decomposing in front of you. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Anywho, we love you, Posty, and I am sorry for one that, that you had to deal with that kind of shit, but unfortunately, people in the limelight, you know, whether they're f rich, famous, whatever, was, and you don't even have to be rich or famous. People on the internet will publicly drag you. They'll, they'll show videos of your most vulnerable moment and post it, and I think that that's a kind of a weird society that we live in. We live in a world where pretty much anything is content Anything can make you famous and you have to do whatever you have to do to get as many followers as you can. And I think that that is sad. People don't see people as people anymore. And uh, I think that's something that we got to work on. Something we got to work on is the Professionally Silly Podcast. Speaking of celebrities, Mike Tyson, as many of you know, has his own strain of weed. He, he's a grower, not a shower. So, 
Listen, I swear that joke was funnier in my head before I wrote the script. As I was writing the script, I thought that that was that was that was the joke. I had to say it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'll tell you what, I better chill the fuck out because he has no problem knocking people out that have it coming. Because I remember that guy on the plane that, that he had to physically correct. <laughs> and I think I think we talked about that on the show a while back. But anyways, Mikey is back. <laughs> but this time, he brings Evander Holyfield in on something new. And honestly, kind of clever. Now, they are now selling together edibles. You know, like the weed you can eat. But here's the kicker. They're edibles. Um, are shaped like bitten ears. I shit you not. This is a genius idea. What? This is awesome. Like they should have done this forever ago. Sorry, I was yelling. Um, <laughs> but it's such a great idea. Why didn't they think of this before? Now listen, they are they are called holy ears. Perfect name. <laughs> now, if you're not aware, both men, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield, are boxing legends. They had a match against each other back in 1997, which, if I'm being honest with you, makes me feel old as fuck. I think I was in middle school when this went down. Anyways, if you have any new tennis balls that I can go ahead and put on the bottom of my walker, I don't want to scratch my wooden floors. Uh, clearly, as I said, I am aging. <laughs> very quickly. Um, so I was in middle school when this went down and it was honestly a fight that went down in boxing history. Now during this fight, Mike may have bitten off a chunk of Evander Holyfield's ear. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's fine. Clearly Evander is over it because they are working together on this product. I mean, you, you can't cannibalize someone's ear and then make money off it down the line without them. That would be fucked up. <laughs> now, I believe that these edibles are gummies, from what I understand. But at least Evander is making some money off of it. And now we can all take a bite out of Evander Holyfield. But, you know, with less blood. But a lot of us have jobs where we can't do that anymore. So I need you guys to try these uh, holy ears and let me know how that works for you. Next up, what happened on a movie set in order for the police to arrive? We'll talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Have you ever been arrested on a movie set? I'm sure that's a question y'all have been waiting to be asked. I'm also sure that the majority of the answers are no. <laughs> well, have you heard of Denzel Washington? You can release your pearls, okay? I know y'all out there clutching them. He wasn't arrested. Calm down. But a couple of people uh, on his movie set were. Now, apparently in Italy, on the set of The Equalizer 3, the, the caterers were enjoying some cocaine. Yeah. So the whole thing, <laughs> why do I say it like that? So the whole thing went down after a man died on location. He was the head of catering. He was about 55 years old and reportedly died of a heart attack. And they found several bags of cocaine that were found in his pockets. So this set was actually in Italy. And uh, the, the Italian cops there, they kind of suspected that maybe there was even more drugs on set. And they were right. They seized 120 grams of cocaine. And I'll be honest with you, I have no idea how much that is. I don't know. I know 120 grams and weed is a lot. But in powder, I, I do not know what that looks like. And if I'm being honest with you, I'm kind of scared to Google that because 
I know the things that <laughs> that we search online can be used against us in a court of law, but <laughs> but I also Google a lot of things, including true crime stuff. So I guess at this point, I already look like a serial killer in the making. Might as well look like a drug lord too. So let me just go ahead and Google it. Okay, so far, uh, I have found that a gram of cocaine in the U.S., according to recovered.org, is about $120, one gram. So I'm guessing 120 grams is expensive. I know that, but it's even more expensive in places like Europe. It can cost over $500 for a gram. The drug laws are a bit stricter in other countries, so the demand is higher. Economics 101, supply and demand, bitches. It is what it is. So we over here investigating y'all because hold on, I'm looking up, I'm trying to find this, but I'm not getting. Okay. So it looks like one brick of cocaine is about a thousand grams and a kilo of cocaine is 35.27 ounces, which is 2.2 pounds because I don't math. Um, I still don't know how much 120 grams is. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to leave that up to y'all. Good luck with it. So <laughs> anyways, well, I just gave you a bunch of random cocaine facts. <laughs> Welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast, the podcast where you learn shit you don't need to know. <laughs> anyways, while all this cocaine drama is going on on set, Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning are filming. Like who, who, who? Who the fuck is bringing cocaine around Denzel? Y'all need to get together, okay? Because this 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 black, talented, handsome man didn't do anything wrong. And y'all better protect my guy and keep the cops away from him, okay? Because he's still a black man, all right? Well-known or not. And I'm glad that they didn't blame him for that shit because these days you just never know how police is going to handle shit. No matter what country that you're in how they are going to react to anything that a black man is around. So I'm going to need to look, protect my uncle Denzel. All right. That's my buddy. Actually, Denzel Washington has no idea that I exist, but I support that son of a bitch no matter what. Anyway, a couple of caterer, uh, caterer workers from Italy were actually placed under house arrest while they were under the suspicion of drug dealing. And apparently the cops seized the cocaine from their hotel room. Now that's where the raid took place. So it looks like their own locals were the ones responsible for having cocaine near Uncle Denzel. I, I heard a rumor that Denzel is not actually how you pronounce his name. Like everybody thought Rihanna's name was Rihanna, but it was really Rihanna. And I think I heard something like his, the way you're supposed to say Denzel's name is Den, Denzel or something like that. I don't remember where I heard that from. Anyways, I, he's always going to be Denzel to me. Every scene in the Equalizer 3 better be upbeat and crazy, okay? Wouldn't that be crazy? Just everyone involved in the movie was high off their ass of cocaine. You know, those fight scenes would be hilarious. Everyone's nose is covered in white powder. Everybody gets easily distracted. by. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Is that a donut? <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be insane. But no worries. It was just a couple of crazy, cranked up caterers. So say that fast three times. Uncle Denzel or Denzel, whatever his name is, is fine. And the movie will still go on as planned. And as far as they know, there will be no delay in production. So Uncle, Unc, you can save the day once again. The Equalizer 3 comes out September 1st, 2023. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. 
Where is a place dildos and lube shouldn't be found? That's a question I'm sure many of us have given some thought to at one point in our lives, or maybe not, maybe just me. <laughs> That's a hell of a teaser, right? What is she going to say? Where shouldn't dildos go? In my experience, dildos can go anywhere. <laughs> is that what you guys are thinking right now? No? Okay. Well, recently I came across a post on Instagram at The Real Earthquake, Earthquake is a uh, African-American comedian. He's a black, hilarious man. That's, that's what African-American comedian means. <laughs> you know, he, he's funny as fuck. I really like him. Anywho, he posted a video that is a clip from a news station in what appears to be Oklahoma. And it's a video of a truck accident on a busy highway. It's, it's actually, it's a semi-truck. And uh, it's, it's, it fell over. And what it was hauling is lube and dildos. I'm talking about the entire truck. Looks like that was the only items on board. Now, I'll play some audio for you in a moment, but I would definitely say that dildos and lubes do not belong all over the highway. So technically, the teaser that I gave you earlier was still true. Well, that's right, Lacey. This is a semi that overturned and uh, lost its load here. It has also involved this box truck that's uh, on a little bit further east there, involved this box truck that uh, they're being loaded right there now. This semi overturned right at I-40, right where the on-ramp is to go to the new uh, turnpike spur here. It is also the Mustang on-ramp. When you get uh, uh, off Mustang to get onto I-40 eastbound, that's also the Mustang on-ramp. That is completely shut down due to, he's all the way across the lanes there. So they already got the records here, but there is a lot of stuff to clean up. So this per turnpike spur and Mustang on-ramp here at I-40 will probably be closed for quite some time. Jim Garpoint live from Bob Mills. Scott, who's nine, back to you. Jim, can you tell what he's carrying there? What's all over the road? All right, that's, that's a, a mess for yeah, sure. That's the latest. I-40 eastbound. Uh, well, looks like some. Not. We're zooming in. Uh, not really. Uh, maybe you some can tell. I, I can't tell. You yeah. know, the good thing involved in this too is the driver's not injured. Good. There's no injuries, but uh, there's a lot of stuff laying on the road. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, it's going to take a while to clean up. All right, Jim Gardner over the scene and Bob Mills Sky News 9 again, I-40 eastbound blocking the Kilpatrick exit or on-ramp, if you will, right at... Okay. <laughs> okay, listen. Okay, first of all, <laughs> this is wild. This is wild. The video starts off with him saying, lost his load. I could not help but die laughing when I... <laughs> When I heard him start, when I heard him say that, and then, then Jim, can you tell us? Can you tell us what it is on the ground there? What what is that? In the long pause, when Jim realized what the fuck it was, <laughs> and then they zoomed into it. <laughs> that was gold because <laughs> they knew what the fuck it was. They had to play stupid because they can't say, Jim. It seems, it seems that the road is covered in dildos and lube. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> This is wild. And let me tell you something. The comments under this video are too much. So listen to what at Blue Scorpio Death under <laughs> commented under this video. Blue Scorpio Death says, looks like a sticky situation. I'm going to read it like, like a newscaster. How about that? Blue Scorpio Death says, Looks like a sticky situation. He's in quite a pickle there. Probably made a hard turn. That truck won't be erect for a while. They're going to have trouble getting it up. 
Is his job affected? That job blows. I bet the driver assumes the position is safe. At least he wasn't ejaculated from the truck. He might have lost his head. These situations are nuts. Jim, back to you. <laughs> well, I added the Jim back to you part. But, <laughs> you know, all of those double entendres are amazing. And right below Blue Scorpio Death uh, is <laughs> is at Addictive Scorpio. Um, <laughs> this person says, a bunch of mad lesbians somewhere cussing Amazon out. All right. First of all, why are Scorpios going in so hard right now? <laughs> it's their season, isn't it? Isn't this around the Scorpio time? I feel like it is because in college I dated a woman and her birthday was in November. I think it was like the 15th or the 16th. And I think she, I'm almost positive she was a Scorpio. So yeah, it's Scorpio season. So y'all out here wilding. To be, to be fully honest with you, because I don't really do the sign thing. I don't, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of homework. You know, I learn. It's just too much. I have enough to do in my life, especially since mine gets so much shit. Y'all, I'm about to pull a Chris Crocker, okay? Leave Gemini's alone. Leave us alone. Leave Gemini's alone. I had a bit of a, a tantrum just now, but y'all leave us alone. Okay, Gemini's ain't doing nothing. We we, we just chilling. Like, damn, if you cut us, do we not bleed? Like, <laughs> y'all be coming for us hard. Damn. <laughs> it's not our fault that we're amazing and we will tell you about yourself if you start some shit. It is what it is. Calm down. <laughs> just leave us alone. It's fine. <laughs> you guys, you have to see this video for yourself. This shit is too funny. The, the camera actually zooms in. There is no misunderstanding what they're seeing. They were there pretending like they don't know what dildos look like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I got to say, the pause in between them trying to figure out what it is and the moment they realized what it was, yo, you could tell they knew exactly what the fuck they were looking. Google this shit or go to at the Real Earthquake IG page and um, I'm sure it's still there, y'all. I'll, I'll see if I can link it to the uh, podcast Facebook or, or Instagram, but I feel like these days, Facebook, they, they deleting a lot of shit and they're banning a lot of things. And I, I don't know what's going on here, but I can probably get away with putting it on Twitter though. <laughs> shit, they got porn there. So why not dildos and lube all over the highway? <laughs> yeah, I got to save that. Why not the <laughs> dildos and lubes all over the highway? That's fantastic. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Look, I gotta be honest here, okay? I I never thought that this name would be back in our lives anytime soon. She should have just stayed gone, as many have thought. This is a name many of us can't stand. And if you're into true crime, hell, even if you're not, this name will ring a bell. Casey Anthony. She is back, but this time, but this time, she's in the spotlight she chose. She now has a documentary coming out this month on Peacock. Now, for those of you who don't know who that is, Casey Anthony was indicted by a grand jury on many counts, but to sum it up, for murdering her own child, first degree murder. Now, this was covered on every channel for months, hell, years. Hell, the courthouse in, in Orlando became a tourist attraction. Everyone wanted courtroom seats to this trial. Everyone thought she did it. And I'm not going to get into the entire case because that would 
that's like an entire podcast. Hell, that's like a series podcast episode. There's so many twists and turns in this particular case. And I tell you what, I guarantee that there are millions of podcasts that have already discussed this case thoroughly and many more are going to be joining in on that front uh, simply because this documentary is coming out. So they know I'm going to get a lot of listening, a lot of listens if, if I if I do one now. You know what I mean? So I would probably recommend the last podcast on the left. I actually have not heard their episode on Casey Anthony, but I am a fan of their show. So I can only imagine that they did a great job on that one. Now, those guys definitely have an interesting way <laughs> with sharing stories. People are going to be talking about this for quite some time because a new doc is coming out. So anyways, dealing with the case, the jury deliberated for over 10 hours and they found her not guilty of first degree murder. Now, America, hell, the world was furious. I always thought that she did it as well. I'm not going to lie. Now, I, I have not seen this documentary, but it sounds like it's pretty much, because I mean, it's not out yet, but it sounds like it's pretty much going to be her telling her side of the story. In, in the eyes of a lot of people, she pretty much got away with murder, but still needs to be in the spotlight. That's how a lot of people are seeing this. And to be honest, if I were her, you couldn't pay me enough money to be in the spotlight again about killing my child. What the fuck? Especially with how social media is these days. No way in hell. So yeah, she's back. I'm on two sides here. I, I want to watch the documentary, but on the flip side of the coin, I don't want to watch it at the same time. But my curiosity will most likely get the best of me, so I probably will end up seeing it. But, but I do wonder, was she paid to do this? And if so, making money off the death of your child is a bit cringy? And if so... Making money off the death of your child is a bit cringy, whether she did it or not. I don't know, man. This is just all crazy. What do you guys think about this? Let me know on the podcast Twitter at It's Pro Silly or on the podcast Facebook group, The Professionally Silly Pod Group. This documentary is supposedly going to explain how America got it wrong and how she truly is innocent. But of course, many don't like that she was given a platform at all. But I can't help but wonder, will Peacock regret doing this? Time will tell because I tell you what, a lot of people are bashing Netflix because of the of the new Jeffrey Dahmer series that dropped. And the thing that I don't understand is that this is not new. People have been into true crime and the gory details of the stories and the psychology behind it and all this stuff for centuries. I mean, there was a time where people used to go watch people get hanged as something to do on a Sunday morning. Like it's not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And not to mention there is an entire network called Investigation Discovery. I love it. Love it. I watch it. I guess I don't understand why people are coming down so hard on Netflix's series, especially when this type of, I don't want to say form of entertainment, but when th this type of, I guess, platform or this type of thing is not new. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, have you seen the reenactments? Let's be honest with you. A lot of these reenactments on these true crime shows are fucking horrible. They are really bad. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's almost comedic how these reenactments are, <laughs> you know what I mean? And as horrifying and creepy as the Jeffrey Dahmer case was, uh, I do understand why uh, a series was made. I watched it. It was very difficult to get through because it, it, uh, a lot of it did seem embellished. I also heard that the families of the victims were not really included in the making of this, of this, um, episodic series. It's not a documentary. It's scripted. So it, a lot of it has been Hollywoodized. A lot of it has been embellished. And I can understand for the victims' families, 
it, it, it can be triggering when everybody all over social media is talking about the death of someone you cared about, but they are kind of disrespectful in a way because it seems like many people are idolizing these serial killers, these murderers, these rapists like Jeffrey Dahmer. And now that I can understand that sucks. I do wish that there were something out there and dealing with large cases like this that kind of shines a light on the victims and the victims' families without idolizing the person who killed, harmed, raped, whatever, you know, to these people. I feel like their stories, their feelings are being lost in the pop culture of, I guess, the amazement of these serial killers. We should not be idolizing and making these men infamous. That's not what we should be doing. I feel like the victims often get lost in these stories. And that right there might be the cusp of why Netflix is getting bashed so hard for this. But let me be clear, true crime podcasts and true crime shows and movies and even the discussion is not a new thing. But it does matter how you go about creating content like that. That's just kind of where I am on that particular thing. But yeah, Casey Anthony is back. And uh, this time she's going to try, I guess, to explain how America got it wrong and how she's innocent. 911, what's your emergency? My daughter's been missing for the last 31 years. It's happening. The most closely watched case, certainly since... O.J. Simpson. As to the charge of first-degree murder, not guilty. Casey's never told her story. Did she murder her daughter? Casey interview, Marker. What do you think my question's gonna be? Why did I wait 31 days to call 911? Did you do everything in your power to protect your daughter? The public thought that Casey didn't want to be a mother. The lies made you think that she did murder this child. It's not the Casey that I knew. She loved that child. Let her go! I lied. But no one asked why. So the name of the of the doc is is called Where the Truth Lies and is only on Peacock and I believe it comes out November 29th. So it, it's going to be right after Thanksgiving. I got to tell you, this is my first time seeing this version of the trailer. It has intrigued me. We have not really heard her side of things and we all kind of took a gang mentality on whether or not she was innocent, but we were fed things that the media told us. And as always, there are three sides to every story, their side, your side, and the truth. So I I, I am intrigued as to what she's going to say and what this documentary is going to show us or tell us. So I hate to say it, but I'm going to watch this when it comes out. It's a three-part series, again, on Peacock on November 29th. All I know is social media is going to implode. So when this comes out, definitely get on Twitter, definitely get on podcasts, YouTube, because everybody's going to be talking about it. By the way, I don't own the rights to any of the background music heard in that trailer or the trailer itself. (laughs) I don't want no problems. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Listen, if there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's 
if you ordered some dildos or lube, it might be on back order. They, look, they wait on a new shipment, y'all, okay? <laughs> Your order was most likely all over the road. So you're going to have to wait a little bit. And also, guys, we are all getting old as fuck. Half of y'all's knees and backs sound like Rice Krispies over there snap crackling and popping and shit okay <laughs> professionally silly life rules thank you guys so much for listening and i'm so glad that you're here with me subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform that you're using so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted also do your girl a favor and leave me a five star and written review of this podcast on whichever platform that you're listening on and uh, don't forget to check out the podcast twitter and instagram at it's pro silly and of course check out the professional silly pod group on facebook if you have any drama or stories that you want to share any experiences you want to share anything like that maybe you need some advice or you want the opinion of the P-Silly listeners on something, email me at itsprosilly at gmail.com. You can call and leave a message on my Google Voice number or text me at 805-664-1828. And if you'd like to be anonymous, be sure to let me know when you contact me. There is a way that I can disguise your voice. I figured that out. We can make you super anonymous. I'll even give you a random ass name. Like, oh, guys, we got Minnie Mouse on the line and she wants our advice on whether or not her boyfriend is giving her red flags. You know, shit like that. Check out the show notes for some bonus information like my social media stuff. I've included my link tree below, which has the links to all of my most used social medias and platforms. Both of my YouTube channels, the Professionally Silly YouTube channel, and Paranormal Blacktivity. That is the channel where I put my black card on the line and we go to haunted locations to see if we can communicate with the spirits. There are not many black folk out there making content like this, so maybe you want to see how we will react to terrifying moments that we put ourselves into. That's just not something black folk do. Look, I'm different, okay? I'm different, yeah, I'm different. <laughs> Check out my TikTok, my Instagram, my Twitter, all that good stuff all in one spot in my link tree down below. And for those of you interested in writing me, if you have any questions or you need advice, you want you want to snail mail me, or maybe you want to send me something that you want me to try. My P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia 30250. Uh, you can send me anything you want and I will open them on my Professionally Silly YouTube channel, We'll, do, we'll have a little unboxing video. That way you can enjoy seeing me open it right there. It's like you're there with me. Of course, next week is my time off from the pod, but I will be back the week after next. This is how we got it going if you were a new listener for now and anyways. We're doing two weeks in a row on the podcast. I take a week off and then I come back for another two weeks. I'm doing this so I'm able to be able to focus on all of the content that I am creating my podcast as well as both of my YouTube channels. And so there's a there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes that you may not be aware of. And so I figured the best way for me to be able to, I guess, give myself a fucking break is to take a week off of the podcast after two weeks of potting. It gives me a chance to kind of get ahead on my content. So I want to go ahead and wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving. I mean, who knows? Maybe there'll be a bonus episode on Thanksgiving. I haven't decided. I don't know. It might happen. So make sure you are subscribed so that you can get notifications when new episodes are posted. 
every now and then I like to surprise you with an episode that you didn't know was coming so but you don't want to miss that once again I'm your audible boo thing Amber Smiles Jones and thank you so much for listening to the professionally silly station right here on anchor FM where I take my silliness seriously enjoy the silly while you can and come take it seriously with me right here on the professionally silly podcast I'll see you guys the week after next. It's silly out here, y'all. Until the next time, my loves, watch where you step because there are pieces of shit everywhere and they love to spread their ignorance. So I step that shit. Plus there plus is there is there any place lube? Okay, no. Some a- some asshole twa no. Some little shit after someone heckled him. No. Alright, let me just pass all that shit. Okay. So Okay. Here we go. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, here we go now. What's the word? That's, excuse me, shit. I just gave you a bunch of random cocaine facts. <laughs> welcome to the Priscilla, welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast. The po- it was just a couple of crazy, cranked up, crazy, man, that's a fucking tongue twister. No. So <laughs> let me just get this audio clip up for you. Okay, dildos, where are they? Yes. And I can't help but wonder, is Peak... I can't, but what, but, but. it's not a document, a document, oh, it's not a documentary.